Welcome back. This is another episode all about happiness. This is the second in a series of four going into happiness and the importance of it as we start this year. I'm so glad you're here. Let's get into today's show. Welcome back, friend. How are you? Ah, so grateful to be with you. This is the Connected Calm Life. My name is Lane Kennedy. If you're new here, thank you for finding me. I'm so grateful. And if you're coming back, I am incredibly grateful. I hope you have shared the show with one of your closest friends who needs to hear about happiness and gratitude. That's what I'm going to be talking about today and sharing with you. Last week, I shared some, I got started on the happiness train, and then we're going to go uh three weeks. So it's going to be a total of four weeks where I'm talking about happiness. But before I get into that, I want to make sure to invite you over to the members area where you can participate and hang out with me. Uh, Meditations are in there. Uh, There's an opportunity to do live meditations with me. There's a challenge going on in there in a couple of days. It's going to be exciting. Uh, I'm really looking forward to creating that for you and being a part of something greater. You know, I shared at the end of the year about how I have listeners all over the world and this was not expected. But in reality, we're all here together. We're You're coming together to listen to messages around recovery and emotional wellness And I'm just so grateful. So please join me over there at members.connectedcalmlife.com. Again, that's members.connectedcalmlife.com. Thank you. The other thing I want to mention is that if you have not shared this with a friend, I want to dare you to do it. Seriously, that's how this podcast is growing is by sharing. So thank you for doing that. All right, so last week I shared about Confucia and I shared about the Dalai Lama and Buddhism, you know, the the beginning of happiness and these ideas, where did it start? You know, these great thinkers were pulling together their thoughts and trying to grasp the under like the meaning of happiness. And we know that happiness is not a new concept. If we look back in our literature, so that's good news. But what is new information is the science around happiness. And you know, this is where I get excited. Yes, all things science, research, DNA, and mindfulness. So last week, I also invited you to write down and record what makes you happy and what are you doing that makes you happy? Because when we implement the simple practice of writing something down, it engages the neural pathways in our brain and allows us to start thinking or considering happiness just just by doing that. Isn't that cool? So I'm going to give you another uh, little delicious bite at the end of the episode to use this week to cultivate happiness. Remember, happiness is a skill. Nobody teaches us how to become happy. Nobody teaches us how to 
uh, get into recovery. We have to learn how to stay in recovery or stay in this emotional wellness by activities, right? So it's like mindfulness. Nobody teaches us how to be mindful, but you learn and then you practice mindfulness. So first thing that I wanted to uh, talk about today is... Well, I'm going to start with the DNA. There it is. I mentioned DNA in the last episode. I'm going to I'm going to bring it back in this episode. So the great work of Sonia Lubomirsky. She is an incredible researcher in this science or in this field around happiness and what it does to the brain and why are some people really happy and how do they sustain it. So what I want to talk about is that. <laughs> of your happiness is determined by your your DNA, your genetics, 50%. So just stop and take that in for a minute. That's 50%. (laughs) That means there's another 50% that we can play with. But here's the good news for you. From what I know, from my work that I do with my clients around DNA and lifestyle habits and changes is that when I'm working with somebody with their DNA profile, I tweak little habits or we create little habits to boost uh, serotonin or dopamine in positive manners and we decrease that anxiety or that stress or that depression. So I think, you know, Sonia has the research around 50% being in genetics and our genetics, we, we can't really fake them out. But I think with making different lifestyle choices by researching the genes, we can tweak those SNPs, they're called SNPs, or uh, down-regulated genes. We can up-regulate them to improve our happiness, Okay. That's what I think, because I've seen it with my clients around anxiety and depression and moodiness. Uh, If we just change some of the factors around certain genes, I know that my clients are going to sleep better. When we're sleeping better, then we're feeling better, right? So that's just a little little tiny example. So 50%, uh, according to Sonia's work, determines our happiness. Now, everybody I know everybody talks about when COVID's over, I'm going to be happier. When my child is in school, things are going to get better. When we move to a new house, I just bought a house and it's going to get better in my new house. Uh, When I get that raise, when I get the new job, when I don't have to work with this um, group of people, when I get that new puppy, when I, when I, when I travel, when I go on vacation, when I lose 50 pounds, when I, right, all of this kind of, when I do something, it's circumstance. When I have a baby, <laughs> oh God, you know, it's this kind of future tripping. Uh, we call this circumstances. We also call this uh, another factor of happiness, but it's only 10%. But a lot of people put a lot of weight 
into these ideas, when I do X, Y, Z, I'm going to feel so much better and happier, right? But this is the smallest amount that determines our happiness. But we put so much effort into it. We don't even realize it because we are in it. You know, like I think about, oh, when we go to Hawaii, it's going to be so great that I'm like, yes. When I'm on the beach, oh, it's going to be so great. Just that thought makes me happy. And I think, oh, if I keep thinking these thoughts, I'm going to be happier. But it's only 10% of my whole makeup. So I don't want to pay, I don't want to focus so much on that. And I don't want you to focus so much on that either, okay? Now, let's get into the 40% that's left that determines happiness, that determines your happiness. It's called intentional activity. Mm -hmm. It's how we think and how we behave. So if you're anything like me, you think a lot. And sometimes you behave erratically. And sometimes you behave before thinking. But what Sonia's work has really honed in on is this intentional activity. So intentional activity means intentional living. And I talk about this in my program and what I coach is that mindfulness leads us down this path to intentional living. So how does that relate to you? And how can you bring this, how can you use this big 40% to improve your happiness and alleviate your stress? Well, we know that happy people and people who are actively participating in their lives are happy. We also know that when people are helping others and serving others, and I talked about this before, service they're happier. These acts of gratitude and being able to express gratitude, people are happier. So I want you to wrap around, I want you to wrap your thoughts around implementing acts of service, expressing gratitude, and being physical, physically active, participating in activity. Those are three things that we can intentionally do. Now, The other um, four or five things here that I want to talk about are their bigger (laughs) intentional activities. An intentional activity of being deeply committed to a lifelong goal. I'm going to give you an example. My lifelong goal is to be sober and to be alive and well until my son is 50. It's my lifelong goal. I'm deeply committed to being on this planet, helping other humans for another 53 years. I'm passionate about this amount of time. So what do I do to get there? Well, I take care of myself. I eat really well. I think really well. I practice every day. I serve other people. But this lifelong goal is woven into me every day because I remind myself by the activities that I take. So I'm curious if you have a 
deeply uh, committed lifelong goal. And if you don't, just consider that. That's all. The next intentional activity is participating in a spiritual ritual or being a part of a religious organization. Now, I am not the religious variety, but I love I love people who are deeply committed to a faith-based um, service community. There's something really magical about that. And when I was growing up and in my early, early years, I was deeply committed to a religious organization and I loved it. Now, fast forward, you know, a couple of decades, and I'm deeply committed to spiritual progress and evolving every day. That's why I practice every day. And there are times when I don't want to. I can feel the pull, the angst weighing heavy on me. You don't have to practice today, Elaine. You can just sleep in. You don't have to do it. You've got it in the bag. I can feel that pull and I know that's when I need to lean into that spiritual side and practice. So I am deeply committed to that. And this, you know, being deeply committed to a lifelong goal, having a spiritual uh, ritual or being affiliated to a religious organization are two ways to improve your happiness. Now, I have two more that I'm going to share with you. This one's obvious, but a lot of people don't do it correctly, which is expressing gratitude. So, you know, there's a lot of science out there around gratitude, but people just don't do it correctly. And I think I might have to do a class on this because everybody does, oh, I'm just going to write a gratitude list. Well, you know what? That, that's great. And that's a great first step, but that's not going to change your brain. So I'm just saying expressing gratitude is a, is a first step on the path to intentional activity moving towards your happiness. Now, the last little tip that I want to share with you is savoring pleasure. Savoring pleasure and living in the present moment. Mindfulness. Hello, my friend. Intentional activity that you can participate in every day. Living in the present moment. Mindful living. Can I hear an applause, please? I, when I heard Sonia talk about this, I was like, yes, that's what I'm talking about. This is why I'm so passionate about mindful living because it guides us, directs us to living a more fulfilling, satisfied, happy life. So how are you savoring these moments of pleasure? So I, my husband got this huge basket for uh, the holiday season. And inside this basket were a bunch of different chocolates. I love chocolate. Okay. Just love it. But different brands and different brands have different flavors and different quality. And not every day, but maybe every three days I go into the basket and I savor a piece of chocolate and it's been delightful. 
and I get so happy. And there's one in particular that has a, like a caramel crunch inside. It's like embedded, melted into the chocolate. Absolutely divine. But every time I just let it melt in my mouth, I savor it. So I want to invite you to savor something. It could be sitting at the beach, right? Just right there. It could be uh, being in the shower. Oh, there is nothing like being in a hot shower on a cold day. That feels so good to me. So pleasure, whatever brings you pleasure, smelling that first cup of coffee, right? Seeing your little one open his eyes or her eyes, whatever brings you pleasure, just be in that moment with it. And you are increasing your happiness and using that 40%, that intentional activity. Isn't that cool? Love it. Okay. So one thing that I want to give you, I had, you know, suggested is that I was going to give you a little homework to increase your happiness. But before I do that, I want to share that over the last 30 years, and you're probably like, yeah, 30 years, we have seen an increase in narcissism and loneliness. And right now we're living in a time where everybody's isolated and online and there's this rise of inequality happening. And, you know, it's really costing our society and our culture. And there's a breakdown in communication. I just had a conversation with somebody who even has a struggle talking on the phone, right? There's like such disconnection happening right now. And this happiness factor can help can help with this loneliness and this narcissism and this inequality, moving towards this intentional activity of moving towards your happiness can alter the way that we're moving as, as a society, right? So I, I want you to, you know, think beyond just your bubble yin you. Think about others. Think about how they're interacting in the world. And think about how you can help them increase that intentional activity to increase their happiness. All right, here is your assignment, if you should take it. I want you to write down, again, this is pen and paper. I need you to see your hands and the pen writing on the paper, not on the screen, not on your phone, no. And I want you to do this three to five times this week. So you listen to the episode and then I want you to do three to five times. Five times is your bonus. You are really setting that intentional activity into motion. Three times. Yeah, you're doing great, but let's get it to five. I want you to write down three good things that have happened in your life this week. I want you to be specific. And I want you to share 
how it made you feel. I need you to get to the feeling because the feeling is when we change the neural connectivity of your brain and we start to make lasting life change. Okay. So three to five times this week, three good things that happened in your life. Really have a moment with yourself. Be specific. And how did it make you feel? Write it down and get into it. I'm excited for you. I'm excited to see how this unravels for you. All right. So this is Monday. Guess what I'm doing? Yay! I am hosting a five-day challenge. It starts tomorrow. Five-day happiness challenge that's going to lead you, guide you, fill you up, and get you going. This is 2022. Two, 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 right? Lots of twos. This is the year that we get to dream big. We get to live big. We get to change our lives. I'm going to have Retta on the show. Uh, I think it's next week. And we are going to be talking about, uh, you know, what, what are you doing right now uh, in January? How can you dream big? How can you evolve so you can start this year off? So be looking for that episode. I think it's coming out. Oh, I don't have my calendar, but it's coming out in the next two weeks. Uh, do your assignment. Three good things. If you haven't listened to last week's episode on happiness, go back and listen to it. And make sure you join the community. Members.connectedcalmlife.com Join me in there. Say hi. I have a couple members just starting this off. And it's a journey, and I'd love for you to be a part of it. I'm thrilled to have you with me. I'm past my 15-minute mark, but I get so passionate about this subject. Thank you for listening. Thank you for being with me. Get into the community, find the meditations, and I will see you again Thursday. All right, friend, have a great moment. May you find something light, something bright, and something so delicious it fills you up so you can be the best I know you can be. Until next time, take good care. And that's a wrap. Thanks so much for listening and hanging out. Make sure to share this episode with a girlfriend. Share it on social and tag me. Say hello. And remember, join the community. I'm creating it so we can all come together over at members.connectedcalmlife.com. I'll see you in there.